Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Yes, we're back in studio. Um, I know last week I saw a few of you commenting that there were some problems with the audio on the Facebook video last week. We know we are going to get it fixed. We do have the audio. Uh, we'll probably have to lay down the track and uh, post that video up on YouTube. So if you want to actually get the full, clean audio and video of that, um, you should go to my YouTube channel, uh, which is uh, YouTube uh, slash, I think it's uh, Sam Wise, S-A-M-W-Y-Z-175. And for those of you watching on the Facebook Live today, you can see that there are still boxes behind me. Yes, we're still unpacking the office. Uh, still got a lot to do. Hopefully, they're going to be setting up our closet soon, and then we can uh, start getting somewhere. We'll get the shelves up, and things will look real pretty and nice. Um, and before I do my quotes of the day, I also want to give a big shout out to everyone in the Evolutionary Business Council, of which my guest today is one of them, uh, who came out to the deep dive that myself and James Wober uh, led uh, last weekend in California. It was quite an event. A lot of people have talked about how transformative it was and how amazing it was, and it was really uh, a blessing for me and James to, to our, our first time leading an event for the EBC for it to go so well. And uh, we really appreciate a big, big kudos and shout out to Teresa de Grobois and to uh, Dr. Manette Reardon and Dr. Matt Helm for, for being on our team and helping us out. And uh, to all of the EBC for your support. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate you. Okay, let's get started with our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the, our quotes have in store for us today. First, from the Universe. For every setback, disappointment, and heartbreak, ask yourself, what does this create the opportunity for? And therein you will find its gift. Everything has a reason, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. This week's quote, something I say all the time. And I know it can sound trite and I know it can sound uh, a little uh, uh, blasé. Everything has a reason. Everything has a reason. And you know what? The truth is, it doesn't matter whether everything has a reason or not. If we believe everything has a reason, if we act as if everything has a reason, and if we look for the potential reasons that could be there why something came into our lives, we're going to find it. You know, our, our minds are amazing things, and they find and they uh, will search out whatever it is we point them in the direction of. So if we look for meaning, we will find meaning. If we just say it's just random chance coincidence, then that's what we're going to find. However, I like to believe that there is a reason for everything. And not only a reason, but that everything is here to serve us. And so this question, which is a great question, what does this create the opportunity for, is a great question to ask ourselves because everything, good, bad, or indifferent, creates some kind of opportunity for us, some kind of uh, uh, 
opening. And, you know, you can say, but Sam, I'm sick. I mean, you can hear me. I'm a little bit sick today, a little bit under the weather. What is that creating the opportunity for? Well, it's creating the opportunity for rest, rejuvenation, self-care, and better health. Because every time we get sick, every time we don't feel well, what happens? It generates within us a desire to feel healthier, a desire to take better care of ourselves, a desire to really uh, not feel this way. And so that opportunity is bound to, to lead us eventually. I mean, sometimes we're a little slow on things, but, you know, eventually it leads us to, uh, uh, to a place where we are doing better, we are healthier, uh, we are... Um, we are, you know, finding greater opportunities. Um, and as an example, you know, moving to this office, we did not expect to have to move from our old office so soon. You know, we had only been there a year, a little over a year. The landlord wouldn't renew our lease for whatever reason. And so it created an opportunity for us to move someplace different. Now, is this the same as the old place? No. Are there some things I like about the old place better? Yes. Are there some things better about the new place? Yes. So uh, it's really, you can't really say like, oh my God, this is so horrible that this happened. I mean, you can, but you're doing yourself a disservice. And and if we look for the opportunity and, and, and keeping in mind that we have such a limited perspective and we don't really know what the long-term effect of anything is going to be, then why not assume that it's all here to serve us, activist as if it's here serving us, and then we'll, uh, you know, see how things roll. And to me, that's a much better way to live. Ooh, and welcome Dana and, and Lubania on the Facebook Live and Camille. Camille says, uh, looks like change is happening behind you. The show must go on. Here's to the mobile studio. Well, it's not quite a mobile studio, <laughs> Camille. It's just uh, the new studio, not fully set up yet. Okay, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. You create your own reality, and you do so because the thoughts that you are thinking cause you to emanate a vibrational frequency that the law of attraction is constantly responding to. And so, in all waking moments, you are creating your own point of attraction. And everything that you experience is coming to you because of your vibrational emanation and the response of the law of attraction to that vibration. It is as if you are standing on a sort of spinning vibrational disc and only things of the same vibration can join you on your disc. Your disc changes depending upon the thoughts that you are thinking and the emotions that you are feeling. Abraham. So this kind of goes back to a little bit of what I just said before with the first quote, which is really um, that what we are thinking, what we are focusing on, what we are feeling creates this sort of energetic uh, system around us, this energetic web, let's call it. And this energetic web will draw to it whatever it is that we're focusing on, we're thinking about, we're feeling. So if we're in gratitude and if we're so grateful for what we have, even if what we have is not that much, we bring to ourselves more things to be grateful for, more abundance, more prosperity. If we focus on how much we don't have and the lack of something, then that creates also a vibrational field and then we will create a vibrational field of lack and we will have more things come to us uh, to feel lack about, you know, to feel like we don't have. And so... It's not really about what we experience. It's not really about what we see in the world around us. It's about how we choose to respond to it. It's very easy to look at the world today and go, oh my God, this is so awful. This is so horrible. I can't believe all this crazy, awful, horrible things are going on. And the more you think that way, the more you feel that way, the more you're going to find more awful, horrible things uh, to feel that way about and the more those things are going to be drawn to you because that's just naturally the way we're leaning. That's just the natural way that we're moving towards. 
Whereas if we say, oh my God, look at all these amazing things that are happening. I mean, kids who are stepping up into the forefront and inventing things and, and creating movements, whether you agree with them or not is even besides the point. But it, it, it's amazing the flowering of consciousness that we see around the planet today. And you can choose to focus on that. You can choose to focus on how the rainforests are getting destroyed, or you can choose to focus on how uh, countries around the world are planting millions of trees every year to combat that. I'm not saying we should be in denial about the, the things that are not pleasing to us that are happening. But what I'm saying is we can choose our response and we can use something that is not to our liking to motivate us into action because we have this vision of how things can be better. You don't like the political climate. You don't like the economic climate. You don't like the environmental climate. Great. Use it as an opportunity to motivate yourself to do something to create the kind of world you want to create. Because you know what? It actually doesn't matter what's happening around the world. It only matters what's happening in our world, in our day-to-day -day life. And the more we create a day-to-day -day life that's filled with joy, abundance, gratitude, uh, health, wealth, longevity, then we emanate that vibration out and the people whose lives we touch will also begin to emanate that way and then they will touch other people and so on and so on and so on and then we create a ripple effect that goes around the world and we may never see fully the implications and the consequences of what we do but those consequences are there nonetheless all right two wonderful amazing awesome and appropriate quotes for my guest today, who we have on the phone, who I actually had the joy and pleasure of meeting her last week because she came to the retreat. And so it is my pleasure to welcome to the show Lisa Barnett, who is an Akashic Record author, teacher, consultant, and founder of the Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom. Lisa is an internationally recognized best-selling author, author of The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records, as well as the book from Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life. She's also the founder of Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom, where she teaches students around the world to access personal soul wisdom and Akashic guidance to support their life. With more than 20 years of experience in spiritual healing, Lisa is a master of empowering individuals to find greater fulfillment, happiness, abundance, and health and ease. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Lisa. Thank you, Sam. I am really excited to be here with you, and especially after getting to spend a couple of days with you with the EBC Deep Dive. Very, very synchronistic and lovely. Thank yes, you. absolutely, absolutely. And what, you know, uh, my audience probably doesn't know is that we had arranged this months ago, right? Months. Yeah. Yes, like, you know, because <laughs> I'm booked out now until March. Okay, guys? So just to let you know, if you're going to refer anyone to me to be a guest on my show, they're going to have to wait because I'm booked out through March. I'm like booking people in April right now. So we had booked this out, you know, months ago. And then it just happened to turn out that Lisa decided to come to the deep dive. So it was uh, very synchronistic. Um. Okay, Lisa. So actually, before we start diving in, and, and I would like you to talk a little bit about your background and how you came to the Akashic Records and, and, and your spiritual path, um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and so when we come back, let's talk a little bit about how you got from where you started, wherever that is, and, uh, and to, to get to where you are today, okay? Absolutely. I look forward to it. All right. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network.
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Lisa Barnett, uh, an Akashic Record uh, extraordinaire interpreter. Um, so, Lisa, I, I'm just curious. Uh, when you know, early in life, uh, uh, did you always have sort of strange experiences? Were you always into sort of the spiritual side of life, or or, or was it kind of different? Well, no, for me, it, uh, my first memory is at three years old of realizing that I was trapped in a body. Oh, and interesting. <laughs> trapped in a body. It's led me down this road for 60 years. It's pretty crazy, I have to say. But it was yeah. this um, realization. I know I was trying to tell my mother something. And, you know, when we're three, our, our uh, language is, you know, not so expansive and so whatever i was trying to tell her i was obviously not getting across Uh and so it triggered this realization that i was really trapped that i was stuck in this small form and i could remember uh not being embodied i could remember being an etheric soul and the interesting image that that i still hold today was communicating with these two other etheric souls and it was just so energetic it was really about just knowing you know telepathic but just sharing pictures images feelings ideas energetically so we didn't have to use all these words oh wow i told my mother i want to go back Right, poor mom. She yeah. didn't have any idea where back was. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you ain't coming back inside me. I carried you for nine months. I'm not carrying you any longer. That's right. It's like, okay, honey, it's all good. You're home. Yeah. We're fine. But um, what that did is it really triggered my desire to understand what was going on here and so i started studying when i was about 14 years old because i was very blessed to be living in california Mm -hmm. i was it was uh, the late 60s Ah. i was entering (laughs) high school and um you know there was a lot going on out here in the 60s yes yes you know baba ram Dass had just written be here now and the maharishi was Right. Teaching PM, and so there were things to read. Yeah, so it was uh, definitely an interesting time to be around. You know, it's so interesting because I've heard stories of like kids who, when they're very, very young, could remember past lives and remember being here before. They they got conditioned to forget all that and that it's all crazy and nonsense. But you actually remembered uh, being a, a soul before you were in a body. That's fascinating. So. Um, so you were, so you sort of were on the spiritual path, I guess, since you were very young, and especially in high school. Uh, I mean, at the time, I know California things were were really happening, but that doesn't mean like everybody in your school or your class or your family were into that stuff. Did you have any trouble with like people thinking you were crazy and like why are you studying <laughs> this and that crazy stuff? 
know, I have to say, I was really, really lucky, oh. or I made a very good soul plan and <laughs> chose the right people to come to is more the way I would see it through the yeah. Acoustic Records. My, my parents were really um, agnostic, and so they were not tied into any specific religion. Um, my father was the one who actually had been reading Baba Ram Dass's book, Be Here Now. Oh. So they were uh, a little more expansive in their own thinking, though they right. kind of, my mother tended to believe, you know, you're born, you live, you die, that's it, you know, that kind of old agnostic sort <laughs> yeah, of um, yeah, that... belief. But they were just lovely, accepting kinds of people. And I was lucky to have an older brother, and so I really hung out more with his friends and um, people that were older than myself. So I didn't get kind of trapped in um, in any of the sort of high school situations where people were, you know, kind of bullying or down on what I was talking about. So I was really very blessed um, in so many ways for quite a while. Uh. Um, but then what happened for me was that my two best friends, this actually happened over a five-year period, but my two best friends um, both died. Ooh. And, of course, that was very traumatic. Of course. And I was conscious and awake enough to understand that this was probably a sole choice but I was really pissed off anyway. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes, I think I would be too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that was an interesting part of the journey, to, to be pretty awake. Um, I actually minored in philosophy when I went to college. Uh, okay. I continued studying. But when my, um, my really soul sister, best, best friend, died in a freak car accident, I just basically said, you know what, I don't actually care what I came to do. I'm sure it was something, mm. but I am very over it at this moment. So uh. I went on, um, you know, to live what I thought maybe humans came to do, because I've always uh. been a, <laughs> a little <laughs> conscious of the, you know, humanity, what do we come for, the kind of spiritual path and, and the soul purpose. And so... Um, I, I said, I'm going to try that human world, and I'm going to go mm. off, and I'm going to make some money and have some fun and travel. And I was living in California in the 70s and 80s, so it was a pretty wild time yeah. uh, to play that game. But, um, yeah, so I actually went down the corporate road. I worked in advertising um, for 15 years before... Oh, wow my sole purpose caught back up with me. <laughs> and so was there some, uh, was there a particular incident or was there something that, that sort of triggered to pull you back into this world? Yeah, actually I got really sick. Oh. And I think that that is um, very often the way that our soul gets our attention. You know, how yes. we talk about sometimes you stub your toe and if you realize what that, messages, you can start down a different path, down a different trajectory. And if not, maybe you twist your ankle and then right. you eventually break your leg if you're not listening to the right. universe's messages or your soul's guidance. And yeah. so um, I ended up with uh, chronic fatigue and Ooh. I was, again, really very blessed because I would say that my soul had a strong purpose and I worked with an acupuncturist. Mm -hmm. who eventually said to me, you know, I can heal your body, but there's something about your soul that I can't get to. So oh. I think you should go to this clairvoyant that I know and see if she can figure out what's up with you. So wow. that was a pretty interesting experience because <laughs> um, I had really forgotten in so many ways right. uh, my, my first 20 years, which I always think is interesting how, how that can happen. But yeah. um, but the psychic I went to looked at me and said, you're a healer. Said, you know, no, I'm in advertising. And she just laughed at me, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's right. I came to be a healer. I came to, uh, you know, do this more spiritual sort of work. And so I totally changed my trajectory and started studying uh, healing and found I could access the Akashic records that they were talking to me. And... um 
How did you how did like, you come across the Akashic records? Because I know a lot of people who are healers and do that kind of work, but not that many uh, tend to dip their toe in the water of Akashic record reading. Well, the the interesting thing about the Akashic records is that about a thousand years ago, the energy was pulled far away from Earth because humanity misused the information that they could access uh, and this was back in the dark ages you okay. know 1000 you know 1100 1200 dark ages yes. people were using the information to win wars to find yeah. people's riches really to manipulate the world um, for their good and right. so the beings of light that keep the records pulled the energy away so it was no longer accessible uh. to um the majority of humanity, you really had to be on a very spiritual path to be a mystic, to be a, a healer. Right. And so um, it wasn't until this latest turn where we have moved really in the 60s into the age of Aquarius, Aquarius yeah. and the realignment um, of the, the stars and the planets. And all of that energy, with that, the record keeper said, it's time to bring this wisdom back. Hmm. And so the kind of interesting thing for me was that I studied with an amazing teacher, amazing healer and psychic and clairvoyant. And she taught us to go up to the gates of the Akashic Records. And she said, but you cannot go in. So you go up to the gate and you say, you know, Please, record keepers, may my client have some Akashic healing energy or, or wisdom now that we have created space in their energy field, now that we have cleared some old pain and trauma from their, their field, please fill it up with their own Akashic wisdom. And I could see that energy come down into the body. But I believe that I was not allowed in because that was the teaching of the right, time. Right. And so the record keepers, because we actually have um, energetic beings of light that, that are in service to us, keeping our Akashic records, they yelled at me for about five years. <laughs> and I never knew who it was. I didn't honestly think to ask who was yelling. Uh. but. What I noticed is that when I would do a session with someone who was of a, a high vibration, that we would move into this very expansive um, information, this, this past and, and the soul plan and what people wanted to do when they came to Earth and, and you know, the gifts and talents they were bringing forward into this life and just so much information. So it always wowed me. So mm. it took me about five years to figure out that I had this access. Uh, uh, I see. So so they were trying to give you information, but because of sort of the, the school that you studied with or the person you studied with, you didn't think you could access it until finally it like, okay, they finally got through to you and it's like, oh, okay, they're here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Right, so I get this great information, but I didn't realize that it was, this was coming from the Akashic Records because, mm. you know, I also believe that this was not specifically accessible. But when I realized it was true, and, you know, for me, the interesting thing was the record keepers eventually said to me, we'd like to have you help us to bring this wisdom back to the planet because the time uh, is really now. Okay. And, you know, this was back in the 90s and even in 2000 when I was um, first going, you know, start dabbling into, you know, Internet uh, and, and even 2010 as I was really launching my work out there on the Internet. Um, people were still very unfamiliar with the Akashic Records. Yes, yes. And so it's becoming much more mainstream in the last five years. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that really has to do with the vibration of the planet, which is raising mm. the vibration um, and our alignment to the galactic center, the, right. really the energetic shift into higher realms. I always say no matter what it looks like out there on the news, we <laughs> actually are raising the vibration of humanity. Yes. Um, so we are moving forward, and it is easier for more people to access the information. And that's why I started a school, so Wonderful. that I could teach people to do this work 
with ease that you don't have to struggle for you know five or ten years like i did you don't have to do long you know meditations you don't have to meditate for 10 years before you can (laughs) access this information wonderful wonderful okay i want you to hold that thought there We, we have to take another break um and when we come back let's talk a little bit about you know how does accessing the akashic records actually help us in our day-to-day lives and how like getting an akashic record reading you know how that can really support us in what we're trying to do okay lisa absolutely all right and i see like the people on facebook live piling in thank you so much uh Sanaya, dear old friend uh Sirve, great to see you uh alex catherine patty patty loyal listener great to see you on the facebook live and deborah thank you all for tuning in i appreciate it and we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after these messages you're listening to the talking alternative network love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with Akashic Record teacher Lisa Barnett this hour, a friend from the Evolutionary Business Council, fellow member. Um, Okay, Lisa, so in the last like 10 to 20 years, you've really dug into the Akashic Records, um, having had access, teaching people how to access them. how do we use the Akashic? I don't even want to get into what they are because I've had other people come on the show and talk about what the Akashic records are. But I really want to focus on, like, how do we use this information to help us in our day-to-day life? What is it about the Akashic records that can really help us to live a, a, a better, more um, purposeful life? So I think the interesting thing for people to understand is that before you embodied, your soul wrote a plan. And that plan includes soul contracts that you have with numerous people in your life. It includes some of your gifts and talents that you wanted to bring back and share with people. Of course, that is also related to our soul purpose. Um, And so there's different sorts of information which is all about what we came to do now because i think a lot of times people think that the akashic records are just about the past but the truth is you wrote yourself a manual you said i want to have a relationship with this person because that that uh relationship ended too early in another lifetime i want to finish some karma which means i want to grow as a soul i want to step into my own power and be able to really um understand emotions and understand how to be supportive and 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 really be able to be compassionate and really a a, a, um a helpful soul on the planet and as well as the purpose you know soul purpose is one of the big questions that people often ask me which is you know what is my purpose what did i come to do and i think the interesting answer to that is that 
it's not just one thing. Hmm. You are a, an ancient and wise and infinite soul who has many gifts and talents, and we write soul contracts to do work with people and, and bring these talents to share them in the world. And so um, when we start to access this information from our soul plan about some of the gifts and talents we came to bring in, it can help us to um, understand who we are, who we've been, and for me, a lot of the work in the records is about clearing the blocks that are stopping us from uh, going forward. Okay. So um, I <laughs> notice for a lot of people, mm -hmm. they've come to be healers or share their wisdom or their light, maybe to teach. Right. But many of us have doubt or fear. Right. We're a little bit afraid to be seen. We don't feel we're good enough. And there actually are reasons that we can find in our own Akashic record that relate to that. So when we can understand it, when we can go back and, and clear and release some of the emotional pain and trauma mm -hmm. from other lifetimes where we have um, possibly been killed for being a spiritual teacher or we've not been able to step out and, and do what we came to do and so now we have doubt about who we are, when we can work with that energy, it really opens us up to do what we came to do, to be able to mm. share our gifts and talents and not feel so stuck around our soul purpose. Right, right, right. I'm wondering if maybe, do you, would you be able to give us maybe a specific example from one of your clients who came in and worked with you for a reading and like, it doesn't have to be the whole thing, just one little piece of it sure. of like, how they were stuck or how they were having an issue with something and how after the reading, how it helped them? Absolutely, absolutely. So I had a client um, who was a doctor. She was, a, mm -hmm. she was an MD, but she really did a lot of alternative medicine, and she wanted to get out and share what she'd found in all of her wisdom um, on stages and radio shows, and she really was called to expand it. But she called me because she was really kind of so scared that she wasn't able to move forward. She's like, I have all this information, and I can't make myself do anything with it, right? It's uh, that, you know, that feeling where you're just like stuck, and you, you feel like uh, you're hitting your head on a wall, or there's a, you know, this block in front of you, and you just can't move through it. So for her, the interesting thing was, as I went into her Akashic Records, we asked her record keepers what was up, what was blocking her from sharing her gifts, and they showed us a couple of different lifetimes where she had been um, also a doctor, and this was back in the Dark Ages where she had um, used uh, herbs, and, and in this life she also was very involved in using herb herbal medicine to heal instead of... Um, pharmaceuticals and where she had actually been killed as a witch because they uh, saw that sort of medicine as witchcraft and so I, I cleared a couple of these past lives where she had been hurt or harmed where she was imprisoned for her work for her beliefs where she was killed for being a witch and it literally opened her field so much that about one week later, she emailed me and she said, I've started my radio show. I'm booked on a couple of stages. I am just moving out there full Wonderful. force. That was all I needed. Thank you very much. Wow, that's great. That's great. <laughs> so that was pretty amazing, I have to say. Most of us are a little bit denser than that. But, <laughs> but you know, it really is possible to shift our game in... Uh in a short amount of time, and whether that short amount of time is one hour or three hours or six right. hours, you know, whatever it is, we're human, so right. many of us have levels and layers of energy and issues, but um, it's pretty amazing if you imagine that you could transform your life in six months. Yeah. After you've been living it for 60 years. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, so now the Akashic Records are sort of uh, outside of time and space, let's say. Uh, uh, can we alter our Akashic Records? Can we actually, you know, through our conscious choice, m make them different in a way? Mm-hmm, yeah, we, we absolutely can. And to me, these are the things that are that are so powerful is, and this is why, you know, 
back when that psychic told me I was a healer. And then as I started working in the Akashic Records, the the typical system was to do a reading for someone. Right. And um, when the record keeper started talking to me and asking me to start a school, they said, you really are a healer. That is a big piece of your, your purpose. We uh-huh. want you to do healing. We want you to you know, share that we can alter these records. Nothing is written in stone. Nothing is preordained. There is no such thing as a destiny. You write a plan, but that doesn't mean you have to follow it. And so for me, the fascinating thing is that I can go into someone's past life Mm -hmm. because it is outside of time and space. It is part of the quantum field. Right. So we're moving into that really quantum unified field of energy, and I can go pull out that lifetime change the emotional pain, the trauma of that, say, death of that woman who was burned at the stake for being a witch, I can literally change that energy, and I will see that lifetime, that image change, so Mm. that in that lifetime, she never died for being a witch. Uh. And it's that real shift, because it's all always happening, But she did not have that experience, and this is why it can change her life so profoundly now. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so so it's like there's sort of this infinite field of possibilities, and it's connecting to that field where something didn't happen instead of it did happen, or vice versa. Absolutely. So it happened differently. It happened positively. She was able to, instead of get killed for that, she was able to go forward and heal many people with her her herbs. Uh And so she um, was able to let go of or did not have that fear or that trauma of, of sharing her gifts that that was dangerous anymore because it never happened. Wow, wow. And so it's pretty cool because we can even go into the future and pull a lot of the energy that we've already um, projected out into the future. Mm -hmm. We can pull that energy back and create something new. Mm -hmm. So does that mean that we can change our karma? Does that mean we can sort of change our, our spiritual path? That's an interesting question, Sam. Karma is really only about learning and growing as a soul. Okay. So they're about lessons. And uh-huh. I would say, yes, we can, because it's about understanding whatever that situation is. So one of the ways um, I look at karma is that we repeat a pattern again and again, whether it's numerous times in one life or over many different lifetimes. But what we're trying to do is to move into a place of compassion and Uh. love and understanding and forgiveness. And so when we can be that in this life, I truly believe that that really deletes or releases most of the old karma that we've Mm -hmm. been working on lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. So Uh. I know that in this life now, the energy, again, of the planet is high enough, the consciousness, the collective consciousness is high enough. And one of the things the record keepers say is that the karma has been released in the Akashic field, in these higher quantum fields, and now it's just for us as humans to step into that truth, to be the love, the forgiveness, and the compassion, to be able to move forward without karma. Mm, mm, Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, great, great. All right, Lisa, believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last break of the show. Um, When we come back, what I'd love to talk about is something you had touched upon at the very, very beginning, which is, you know, there is this shift into higher consciousness, yet the world seems to be crazier and more chaotic uh, than we've seen in quite a long time. Uh, I would like to talk a little bit about like how that is and, and what's going on with that, okay? 
Great. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Lisa Barnett, Akashic Records School founder and reader. Um, So Lisa, this is a question I tend to ask my guests a lot, just because there's so many people out there who are asking this question, who are kind of confused and scratching their heads. And it, you know, it seems like, you know, people are more aware, more awake, at least here in the United States. Uh, You know, this is where we live. I can't speak elsewhere. But at the same time, it seems like the world is falling apart, that things are going crazy. And, and I don't know, is that like a metaphor for our own lives? Why is there such a dichotomy right now? Mm. You know, it's a great question, and I would probably answer that in a couple of different ways. Okay. So one thing that I see happening is that there is a very um, big group contract on the planet right now and that contract is to rebalance the masculine and the feminine energy so it has been out of balance for two to three thousand years um, in the long (laughs) long ago days you know um, probably 1000 2000 BC the divine feminine was embraced the divine mother you know that was mm. the reality women were highly highly respected right the creators and so then as the masculine energy and the patriarchy took over that really um unbalanced the world and humanity so with all the male energy, the, the masculine power over the, the feminine, um, it has created a, kind of a, a not really positive shift in the world. And so it's time to rebalance. And that means bringing the divine feminine up into an aligned place with the divine masculine. Men and women, again, you know, it can be as simple. Your soul contract can be as simple as working for equal pay for women in the workplace and for everyone in the workplace, men and women in in all ways. But it's very much about realigning. And what we're seeing is business and and big business and the power of um, usually the men in big business that it is trying to hang on and to really 
squash almost the rest of um, humanity, the women who are less powerful, the, the um, many different cultures that feel um, disempowered. And so that's where we're seeing a lot of negative energy and challenges in the world. And I see it around the, the power struggle between um, masculine and feminine. So huge, huge um, soul contract around that. And basically what the record keepers say is, is that it needs to come to the forefront to notice it because this has been going on for thousands of years. Yeah. And it's basically been just ignored or thought of as normal or however you know that energy was but now it needs to be now it's really coming forefront so there's a lot of politics around that also but that's a piece that creates um kind of an energy of chaos in order to shift the energy and the vibration Hmm. so uh, So, overall are you like more optimistic about the future i mean do you see things in a way, like, and regardless of what the media shows us on TV or the newspapers, do you feel things are actually working themselves out, or are we kind of just heading into a more chaotic period and we have to see how it goes? You know, I believe over the next 10 years we are going to see a huge shift. Uh-huh. And what I would say, Sam, is in a little bit more of an esoteric wave, there are many of us who are part of the 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 first wave we are the ones who are consciously becoming conscious raising our vibration consciously meditating doing energy work or healing work Mm -hmm. and so there are thousands and hundreds of thousands of people around the world doing this and and we're flipping the consciousness but it takes some time because we've now hit a point energetically where I see it moving higher and higher. I really believe that we're getting closer to a tipping point. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's a little hard to know exactly how it's going to show up in the world. Right. If it's going to be like there becomes just a higher energy that, that lives much more in its own conscious world as mm-hmm. we're helping to raise the vibration and awaken the rest of humanity. Mm. If we can all do it as one or if we do it in kind of waves and chunks. So that's yet to be seen. But I have really, really, I get positive um, information around it. And and I really believe that we have moved past this point um, where we are waking up. And 2020, I believe, will be a really beginning of this new age that we've been kind of moving into since the 60s now. So we've been moving towards this for a long time. And I believe with 2020, we will start to see the synchronicities, the the higher vibrations, our soul families coming together, finding and meeting really supportive people in our lives. So as we're doing our conscious co-creating, we are really seeing that ripple out on the planet. Yeah. You, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I used, We used to have a show on the network that was all about astrology. And, you know, we're kind of moving from the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius. And these are long, like 2,600-year epics that we transition through. And we don't transition through them overnight, right? It takes a period of time. But then I realized, like a few years ago, that, you know, typically a lot of people look around somewhere between 1965 and 1969 as kind of like the beginning of entering into the age of Aquarius. So it's the beginning of the transition. So 2015 to 2019 is about 50 years after. So I'm thinking we're probably about the midway point or close to the midway point now. And now we're about to kind of tip over to sort of be more than halfway over entering entering into the age of Aquarius. And that over the next, you know, 50, 40 to 50 years, that we'll really start to see the shifts and the changes of, of what that actually means for us as people on the planet. 
I, I totally agree. And, and that is the kind of challenge for many of us who have been at this for the last 40 or 50 years, yeah. uh, is that, that it wasn't nearly as quick as we had hoped it would be as right. souls coming right. into the planet, right? <laughs> when I was three years old, I was already ready to be like, okay, I'm yeah. here, come on. Yes, you know? yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, Lisa, well, we're getting close to the end of the show, and I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, like, how do you do your readings? Are they in person, over the phone? How do people get in touch with you? All that good stuff. Oh, thank you. Um, I do readings over the phone or on Zoom, so I have clients all over the world. Um, My website is akashicknowing.com. Do you have links on your page? Uh, yes, I do. And okay, gonna, so I don't have to video. spell it because Akashic is a challenging word to spell. So AkashicKnowing.com and you can go to consultations. I do readings. I teach classes online. And um, I just really love helping people to, you know, break free of the old ties that are binding them to the old world. It is time to leap forward into 2020 and into this higher consciousness. So I look forward to working with some of uh, the listeners. All right. Wonderful, wonderful. And I, and I hope they do uh, uh, reach out to you and do it. And I'm just trying to uh, type in the, uh, how do you spell Akasha? Because I know different people spell it different ways. A-K-A-S-H-I-C. I see. Okay, so it's the first link that I posted, not the second link. Maybe I can delete that one. Um, yes, yes, wonderful, wonderful. All right, Lisa, thank you so much. And just uh, out of curiosity, what does the future hold for Lisa Barnett? Do you have another book coming up soon? Do you have anything uh, special that you're working on at, right at the moment? Yes, I do. I actually just wrote about 30,000 words of my next book, Ooh. which is about quantum healing through the Akashic Records. Oh, awesome, awesome. Do you have an idea of when that'll come out? Probably in the spring. Okay, well, we'll have to, after the book comes out, we'll have to get you back on the show to talk about that book. That sounds like a fascinating book. I would love it. Thank you, Sam. Okay, well, thank you so much. Everybody, check out akashicknowing.com Lisa is an amazing uh, Akashic record reader I think you can tell uh, from the show and and from all the great information that she gave us uh, how wonderful she is so thank you so much Lisa You and uh, I look forward to seeing you at the next uh, Evolutionary Business Council event oh thank you okay take care all right, so another uh, show in the can. So I really want to thank you, my loyal listeners, for continuing to uh, support and stay with us. Please um, share us, share this podcast. If you're listening to me on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify, please share it. Or if you're listening on the uh, uh, Facebook video, please uh, share the video and let other people know about uh, my show. I, Really, I I keep saying I I don't want to be New York's best kept secret. And also just to let people know we are going to have some new shows coming on the network in the next couple of weeks, couple of months. Uh, Now that we've moved into the new studio, it seems like more people are getting attracted to us, wanting to come. So uh, you're going to start seeing some shifts and changes with the network and uh, you're going to see some expansion and some growth. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you you, uh, pay attention. and, and, And of course, if you can, go to our website, talk radio.nyc and sign up for our newsletter so uh, you can get the announcements when we uh, uh, launch our new show. So thank you all for tuning in. A pleasure. Oh, my friend Zena came in at the last minute. I hope you enjoyed the show, Zena. Thank you all. And uh, next week we got a whole brand new show. Uh, stay with us. We'll talk to you then. Have a great week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. 
Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.